0: well i guess i could make that go live wow i sound loud why do i so why am i so loud yeah hit that button again let's do that again hit that live because it's all part of the introduction don't you understand we got some bad stuff going on right now gs plumbing talk line is one 800 the common sense retirement planning text line is seven <coughs> excuse me seven one three zero seven Streaming live on the WORD Facebook page as my voice goes north. <clears throat> Excuse me. And podcasts are available on the free Odyssey app. I got to bring the bonsai in tonight too. I have certain bonsai that do not survive very well after, after it gets down into the 40s. So uh, yeah, that, I, I'm going to be doing that. If you got plants, bring them in. Bring them in and let them enjoy the humidity. Now, (laughs) now, we are in a pickle. We are in a pickle. We have, China got out the other day and they have released some digital maps. Guess what's not on the map now? Israel is not on the map now. Israel's not there. Not anymore. Iran has begun some aggressive war games turkey which is supposed to be one of our allies is pledging to support hamas militarily putin has invited hamas and iran to moscow netanyahu has announced an expansion of israel's necessary defense in the reaction to intensifies support for the terrorists and not israel across the world we have hundreds of thousands of protesters chanting slogans, supporting the complete elimination of a nation and a people altogether. And the ones that show up to support Israel here in the United States are far outnumbered by those that want to take them down. We also have crime going crazy, inflation going crazy, we have, uh, you know, uh, we, we are completely not respected in the in the world today. We, nobody fears the United States. We should be able to wade in and say, well, that's enough of this. And then it stops. We should be able to do that, but we can't. The reason Israel is doing what they're doing is because they know nobody else is going to do it. Most Western governments have been decidedly silent on this one. And uh, while Biden's out there, you know, mouthing the right things, he's unmoved by what's going on, uh, by the people taking over the bridges and shutting down the public parks and outnumbering the capacity of municipal law enforcement to handle peacefully. And by the way, do not count on the police to be able to quell this. There's just not enough of them. Not if, you know, if you get every man on deck out there, and bring everybody out of an admin and everything, there's not enough people. In Congress, we have a bunch of open anti-Semitic voices out there. And here's the thing about this. Remember this about this. Whenever they focus in on anything like this, that's always an avatar for everything else. So right now, it's Jewish people. Today. Jewish people are the assault weapon of humanity. Have you ever noticed that? They're always wanting to ban assault weapons, and now they want to ban Jewish people. Right now, our president is unwilling to do anything proactive about what's going on in the world today. He could do something to begin to strengthen us by, one, closing the border, and two, opening up the spigot on the energy sector. all these military aged men as they come across, as they're coming through they get a ticket to appear and off they go you've got heads of nations like Iran and Turkey stirring anti-Zionist Jew hatred into their public statement and that day of rage what would have hap- what would you have done if in the day of rage if we'd had five sleeper cells activate here in the upstate what would you have done what would you have thought if those sleeper cells activated would you still want to see this happen Israel can handle a great many things, but can they handle a coordinated attack from Russia, Iran, Syria, Turkey, Jordan, and Lebanon? All of whom made public statements against her. Israel's the biggest ally we have in the Middle East, like it or not, and uh, we sit silently. And we report on the false numbers of death as they're reported. And uh, you know when you when you sit out there and 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 you look at our president, it's and, and you look at this as a backdrop. It's it's okay if you're looking at this in the abstract, but uh, make no mistake about this. Okay, and I've talked about this many times. This is why I have Nan Su come on the show as often as I do on both shows. China is lurking in the background, waiting and watching and hoping that we get distracted in a conflict deeply enough, and. They're hoping that, you know, they can create this axis of Russia, Iran, and North Korea and knock us down a rung or two. This is a very unstable time. And there's plenty of free nations out there that could do something, but none of them are going to do something. None of them are doing anything. And uh, in America, it would start with some strong and decisive leadership. And last week we got, you know, we got a new speaker. That's great. But that's just the beginning. And could we take on that kind of an alliance of Russia, China, Iran, and North Korea? Or would we need some sort of an alliance of our own? Now, Biden... And you know, everybody's saying, Well, this is the this is the third Obama term. Okay, that's fine. Whatever it is, he's in the he he's the resident and he can't even get the Saudis to sell us more oil, practically begging them on his knees. This is all about energy. The absolute shoving of us into this electric, non existent world that has brought this on. His ending of domestic energy made Russia and Iran both very wealthy. And wealthy tyrants have money to spend and they start wars with it. Russia attempted to take Ukraine and Iran stockpiled their proxies, Hamas, to carry out the worst attack on Jewish people since Hitler. If we had remained the world's dominant energy producer, we could have bankrupted them both. We don't need anybody. We we could supply the entire world and supply ourselves. But this would require decisive leadership. You just heard in the news. Are you looking at $4? This is what this does. Right now, the United States has no respect in the world at all. And while this is happening, the world becomes an exceedingly dangerous place. Now, here's something. Here's something for you. When the world fears us, the world becomes safer because we're leading. And nobody respects us right now. Now I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. If we depose, if we just depose if, if it were if it were Trump, if it were DeSantis, if we depose of the Democrats in charge of the nation and put somebody like Trump or DeSantis in charge or, you know, just anybody other than the Democrats, to be quite honest with you. I would expect this to change radically over time. So expect this to go on for the next 10 months, 11 months, 12 months. Until Election Day, expect this to go on. It's going to be very dangerous in the world today. It's very dangerous right here today. With all of these people they, let, they have let pass in here, we don't know what kind of alliances they have. We don't know what kind of coalitions they built. We don't know where they went. We don't know what they're doing. Think about that as you go on your day-to-day because you got to be aware. Uh, we heard about Lewiston, right? And this is the thing about these kinds of attacks. They happen all over the place. You just only hear about the ones that are going to change your mind about something. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. Now then, G.S. Plumbing Talk Line is one eight hundred nine zero five zero nine eight nine. The Common Sense of Time at Planning Text Line is seven one three zero seven. You uh, right now in the news, uh, the 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 flavor of the month has been Lewiston, Lewiston, May, where a uh, where a mentally ill man got a hold of a AR ten and went out and shot thirty one people, killing eighteen. Everybody focused on the fact that it was an AR-style weapon. Uh, but the problem is, this is one of these things where there's more of these events than you know about. And I'm just going by the Gun Violence Archive, where they get out there and they, they label what they call mass shootings. They, this, this was a rampage killing, by the way. Close that mic down there, Tim, if you would. Uh, this was a rampage killing. This was not a mass shooting. The FBI would define this a different way. Now, a mass shooting is defined as four or more people shot, not including the shooter, in a fluid situation. So that could be any drug deal gone wrong, which is 82% of this type of crime. Lewistown stood out because of the unusually high body count. And since they waited on the police, what did I tell you is the average loss of life? 18? How many people did he kill? 18. The shooter was escaped and was at large for a while before they found his body because he killed himself. And we got to hear the, the shooter may come here next. Fear porn out there, and everybody was sitting in place, you know. Then uh, Jack putting jo- Joy Behar from the view. She doesn't know the difference between an AR 15 and, say, any sort of anti tank weapon. She's paid millions of dollars a year to lie to the wine box mommies who believe her nonsense. She said if you shoot with an AR 15, let's say you shoot a deer, you can't hear it because you basically demolish the animal. Now, while most of you are sniggering, just remember this is America, and Joy Behar has a right to be an idiot. And they, so as as the details came out with Lewistown, they they cheered because first this guy was identified as a white male with an AR. The dead people, ah. the dead people were still cooling down. And they started to decry the two things they hate the most. White people and AR-15s. A convenient distraction from the weekend festival of lead that was everywhere else. Everywhere else. Like in Chicago. 14 dead, 65 wounded. Two took place in Chicago and left 19 people ventilated. 15 in just one shooting involving a handgun. And nobody gave up the ghost there. Indianapolis was home to a shooting that left one dead and eight injured at a Halloween bash in a building the police somehow can't identify. Which means this was a pop-up party. Which, by the way, pop-up parties frequently take place in illegal locations like empty buildings. The, uh, port, outdoors at a Tampa Bay area bar district. Two men with handguns, no AR-15s or MAGA hats, were found at the scene. Two groups of maniacs decided to shoot it out. Eighteen people were injured, two dead after a mass shooting during a Halloween celebration in Ybor City, Tampa, Florida. One of the shooters appears to be not a white male, which may be the reason they ignored the Halloween fight night, despite two people getting killed and 18 more injured. So, they will not report mass shootings if the Master Blaster is a black person. Black civil rights groups then complain that racist new outlets don't care about black people dying. Yet when you mention that Chicago is a hotbed for mostly black people shootings, they too are called racist. Because anyone who crosses a Marxist is deemed a racist. That's the vehicle. They're always driving that vehicle. There was a guy on, uh, what was this, was it, uh, on 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 the application formerly known as twitter and he's out there and he's he's doing his little thing and there you can hear the shooting going on behind him (laughs) then in clinton north carolina five people shot to death including a 73 year old male at a residence known for selling the dopes texarkana texas six people were shot at a party in the back of a business a fist fight broke out between two men at the party at some point during the fight at least two men there pulled out rifles and started shooting I, I do question that. Where do you, uh, I mean, I know that some people take the butt stalks off of AR-15s and they're like, now it's concealable. How do you conceal a 16-inch barrel? In Chicago, four were injured at a shoot up party in Chicago. Sixteens were injured at a party in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Sixteens were shot at a house party in Mansfield, Ohio. Two died. Ricardo Jorge Sedena Garcia, using a handgun, not one of those big scary assault weapons, perforated four men in Dodge City, Kansas, two of whom were never going home. Seven people were injured in a shooting Saturday at a party in Las Cruces, New Mexico. No deaths were reported. This is a crazy time. What have we learned? Well, I'll tell you what we've learned. What's Bill Frady's email address? (laughs) Hang on, I'll, I'll, I'll send that to you. We've learned the press is picky about the mass shootings they report, but you probably knew that. But that's because it's all based on a narrative. And apparently every party, no matter where it is, even in places where they don't allow guns, they attract gun nuts. (laughs) At least that's how they characterize it. But that may also have to do with Halloween. But any social gathering you go to is a wildly dangerous one, apparently. Like the Sweet Sixteen party in Dadeville, Alabama, where six people, one of them only fifteen year old, fifteen years old, shot thirty-two people, killing four. And what this, what 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 happens here when this happens? So this is black on black crime. And we ignore that because it's not part of the narrative, and we should not be ignoring this. We should not be ignored. There's answers to this, which of course the left doesn't want to pursue because that would mean they'd have to change some policy. This is just the result of policy. But I've heard it all now. I I guess uh, now, now with, uh, I guess you can conceal a rifle like in some loose sweatpants or something, some baggy pants. (laughs) That just, they pulled out some concealed rifles. Okay. This is a problem with reporting out there. You don't get the details. You never get the details. I have seen certain gang members who will be videoing what they're doing, and they pull out AR-15 sans the buttstock, as if somehow not having the buttstock on there makes it more concealable, which I I really don't understand that. I really do not. I don't. I have one with an 8-inch barrel that I cannot conceal. Well, I could, but I mean, everybody would be like, why are you wearing that tent? I'm cold. <laughs> it's about the narrative. Everything's about the narrative. Everything in the world is about the narrative. I, I can, I can, and everything I'm going to talk about here will be about the narrative in most cases. Although one day the narrative's going to implode on itself. Because like everything the left does, it is unsustainable. Like everything the left does, it is unsustainable. Sometimes it'll last a long time. Sometimes it doesn't last very long at all. But all of these things that I just mentioned, they're not pertinent because they didn't happen in a big neighborhood full of Caucasians. If this happened to Caucasians or because of Caucasians, this would make the news. So yes, the mainstream media, you are racist. Racist narrative pimps. Now, Have you noticed how the green energy transition? It's falling in on itself right now. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. Okay, I, 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 yeah, it sounds spooky. What is that? What is that? The Undertaker theme. So for those of us that don't watch WWE, it goes right over our heads, doesn't it? Anyway, that's beside <laughs> So neither one of us knew what we were just listening to. Okay. At least we have that. That's the United Front right there. That's how you do the United Front. Okay, well, that's cool. It, it sounded sort of spooky, I guess. Ah. Oh. Yeah, the GS Plumbing Talk line is one 800 The Common Sense for Time Planning text line is 71307. I guess I could reactivate the, the, uh, the streams because uh, we're streaming live on the WORD Facebook page and podcasts are available on the free Odyssey app. Now, you probably don't remember the Ford Edsel. That was a textbook marketing flop. In the late 1950s, they decided this was going to be the new car, and they decided to herd you into the new car. All the automotive experts and all the Ford executives said it was a can't miss. Henry Ford, in a fit of eccentricity, named his son Edsel and then named the car after his son. And he thought it was a guaranteed hundreds of thousands of sales, but... That went awry. Nobody ever bothered to ask the car buyers what they thought of the new car. And despite the fact that, you know, it had the name of Henry Ford's bouncing baby boy Edsel, uh, they hated the car. So instead of sales of 400000 they bought 10000 and the model was embarrassingly discontinued. That's bad when you have a brainchild vehicle that didn't sell as much as a Ford Pinto. Now, There's a lesson to be learned here if we simply take the time to learn it. (laughs) Um, And, you know, you can't bribe us to buy cars that we don't want. Now, Ford and General Motors right now, they've decided to go all in on electric vehicles. Detroit never got the message But, you know, reality is crashing in on them like the tide. Last week, Honda and GM announced an end to their two-year collaboration to build a platform for lower-cost electric vehicles because it's too hard. And, listen, with an electric vehicle, right – the U.S. government at least is going to write you a seventy-five hundred dollars check for buying one. Some states kick in five thousand dollars. The Texas Policy Foundation calculates that all-in EV subsidies can reach forty thousand dollars per vehicle. Can't you buy a car for that much? Couldn't you just well I, instead of this kind of get a Ford Escape and you I, you just pay me an extra ten grand for that? How about that? It would be cheaper for them to purchase us all a new car. Every time Ford rolls out an electric vehicle, they lose $62,000. <laughs> That's not profitable. That's just for the cars. Now, see, the cars are The cars are one of the end users of the new technology. Then we have wind and solar. You know? And uh, the Wall Street Journal reported last week that some clean energy investment funds are tanking. Some down as much as 70% in recent months. Remember now, a lot of these companies got your taxpayer dollars and they crashed. I mean, it's the same thing as just pouring, you know, pouring gasoline all over the money and just setting it aflame. Except we would never do that because that's fossil fuel. Solar has been one of the worst, per- worst performing industry stocks this year. And don't get me wrong, solar power has its place. In one of those bad situations where we lose everything, you could use solar power to power anything you might still have that might work, right? But it's not going to power your house. It'll charge your phone, but it's not going to power your house. Now, Exxon and Chevron have put out $110 billion combined to expand oil and gas drilling in the Permian Basin in Texas, one of the biggest oil fields on the planet. And they both reported their largest profits ever. And they and their investors are looking at the real world data, not the green energy propaganda that wait, we have data on green energy. It's all bad. In 2023, the world is guzzling oil and gas like never before. Global consumption of fossil fuel was higher in 2022 than at any time in human history, even as the developed countries spent hundreds of billions trying to stop oil, gas and coal. it's going nowhere it is net zero that's a pipe dream there's never going to be a net zero we have a 370 billion dollar green energy slush funds stashed in the federal budget budget 80 percent of our energy still comes from the old-fashioned fossil fuel while that's out there, just sitting there net zero is a long way away Which also tells me that eating bugs is a long way away, and restricting me to a 15-minute city is a pipe dream. And unlike green energy, fossil fuels get almost no subsidies. In fact, they pay taxes. Now, is there a transition going on? Yes, it is. We're moving away from green energy. That's what the transition is. Green energy is, uh, you know, if you own two cars and you want one to be an electric car, I got no issues with you, but like on the, you know, EVs are useless in a hurricane evacuation or any kind of thing like that. If you have to run and you have to rely on an electric vehicle, you can't take any spare energy with you like I can with my two, eight gallon gas cans. I can carry 16 gallons of gas with me just in the gas cans I own for that, for that very purpose. And that's not going anywhere. So here we are. He's losing government money left, right, and center. Do you understand that? The mo- we, we don't even have the money to give them, yet we're giving it to them anyway, and then they lose it. They're not even making it work. <laughs> and all we got to do, if you want to clean up the air plant trees, don't, you know, in, in, I think in Scotland, they took down 15 million trees to make solar fields solar fields and 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 yet yet we still we're still despite the fact that they did this that they did this on purpose too this wasn't accidental there you don't accidentally cut down 15 million trees it, it's sort of so, sort of deliberate we just need trees we just need trees i like trees but there's no money in trees you understand. Once you once you plant them you just walk away and they mother nature takes over and you can't regulate nothing and you don't get to be in charge of anything. Wait a minute. Maybe that's but you know what? We'll talk about another climate tipping point just so you, just to drive this point home, okay? This is News Talk 989 WORD. <laughs> okay we're gonna go that way are we GS plumbing talk line is one 800 905 the common sense retirement planning text line is 71307 we got a bunch of scientists out there right now losing their mind because we've hit another tipping point again Because it's always about tipping points. We're always coming to this point where it's it's a, it's a bad point. And we get this from CNN via Yahoo News. Human actions have pushed the world into the danger zone on several key indicators of planetary health, threatening to trigger dramatic changes in conditions on Earth, according to a new analysis from 29 scientists in eight countries. <laughs> and uh, then... Former climate scientist at NASA, James Hansen, said it was far worse than he originally anticipated in 1988, which was, what, nearly 40 years ago. In a recent statement released by Hansen alongside two other scientists, he predicted the warming of the planet to accelerate in the coming years, musing about a new climate frontier. Of the lack of response by humanity as a whole, Hansen added, it means we're damned fools. We have to taste it to believe it. But then somebody said, excuse me, Mr. Hansen, scientist, sir, can you explain why we had a global cooling period from 1940 to 1970? His best guess was aerosols. And he said, I think the cooling that Earth experienced through the middle of the 20th century was due in part to natural variability. But there's another factor made by humans, which probably contributed and could be even the dominant cause, aerosols. Now, isn't that sort of giving up the, you know, that, that's giving up the game, isn't it? If, if aerosols override all those things we're told that we're doing to cause warming, why don't we just use them to cool the earth instead of destroying industry that produces reasonably priced energy to where we can live indoors? I mean, tonight when we have that freeze, nobody's going to freeze. When we, when we have that freeze, we'll be warm because we live indoors, because we manipulate the environment to make our lives more sustainable. We have a quality and length of life that has been improved due to our manipulation of this. We were told 1970 was a tipping and Billions would soon die from the impending ice age because the earth had been cooling for 30 years. <clears throat> so there's always been tipping points since at least 1981. And the window of time to solve the problem is always going away. There's no, there's no turning back. We're doomed. And we get this. Over the last 30 years, the media has made this clear. The media has made this clear. A senior UN environmental official says entire nations could be wiped off the face of the earth if the global warming trend is not reversed by the year 2000. Well, wait a minute. What's, what's today again? And uh, this was written by... Peter James Spielman of the Associated Press in 1989, UN scientists warned time is running out to tap, tackle global warming. Scientists say eight years left to avoid worst effects. We have 10 years left to save the world, says climate expert Dave Adam. This, is according to Huffington Post, Laura Patterson in in 2020. But then we have these fact patterns emerge that are sort of uh, uh, they're, they're they're inconvenient, like. In 2021, Antarctica had the coldest six months on record, six degrees colder than the average of the last 40 years. California had record snow in 2023, a weather event, not a transition to electric vehicles or less crude oil consumption, which alleviated their long drought, but probably made their battery-operated cars not hold a charge as long. Texas had record cold in February 2021. L.A. had the coldest May and June on record in 2023. Now, how can a city like L.A., with lots of cars and people and notorious smog, set record low temperatures for months if everything we did was causing warming and not cooling? Just like, I mean, you know, leftist media, your template is showing your, te- your temp- the, the template should be your private parts because you you let them dangle out there all the time the template is showing we wh- why don't you highlight record snow and cold periods to show the natural variability and that mean, that would that would mean that you're not scared I know there's some of you out there that are very scared because you think we're going to burn up but you know what you need to do is get in your car take a trip out west you can go to lake tahoe which has gone through millions of years of change including earthquakes volcanoes and glacial activity all natural yosemite formed two million years ago with the when a huge sheet of ice melted and the warm-up which had to be significant did not destroy the planet california utah nevada arizona they all have massive deserts that have been there long before we came about and our use of natural resources did not cause them. Then there's those 1600 scientists who never get a voice or in the mainstream media outlet because they, they, they say there's no climate emergency. And they're trying to assure you that the climate is changing cyclically and naturally as it always has. In the meantime, scamless, says a huge number of people have climate anxiety. <laughs> well, why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they? Right now, we have China and Taiwan and Russia, Ukraine, Iran, Israel, North Korea, and all our president sees is climate change as the existential threat, all based on a computer model that, I mean, they may as well get out there and just say, all right, we're going to program this to say this and let everybody know that we did this. That's what's happening. Coming up, we got 2A Tuesday on the horizon with Dewey Lemons. But first of all, we're going to talk about that whole ID politics nonsense. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas.